0: for the pinky the pig Pink show the pinky the pig Pink podcast show yay okay and i'm here with my very good friend Mildred a moo cow hi pinky how are you i'm so good i'm so good but oh my 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 the big the big rainstorm and then it froze and then all the branches were are all Frozen in the trees, all the way up to the top of the trees, there's all the water and they all froze. I know, I know. It's, it's a winter ice storm. I know. Oh, well, yeah. It's that time of year. You have to be careful of the ice. Yes, God, be careful of the ice. Yeah, you have to be careful where you're walking and you have to be careful where you're walking, what you're walking under, because there could be ice above you falling. Yes, you have to pay attention because you don't realize it's not in the middle of summer. There's ice and snow and slippery things. Yes, there are. Anyway, it's fun being outside, though. Even in the winter, you just have to be careful. That's right. You know, especially when you're playing outside in the winter time. You know, it's you really do have to be careful. I know. Yeah, and plus, you know, you have to be careful of the cars that are driving because you know they they don't always have full control when they're driving, you got to give them room, yes, ma'am, okay, you know, years ago there wasn't as much traffic, but now there is uh yes, ma'am, and also you know years ago, there were different things that children would play with, you know, not like nowadays children have so many toys and devices that they can play with and computers, that's mostly done indoors. You know, so things are different now. Years ago, children would play outside more. Yeah, well, that makes sense because technology brought us so many things that keep us inside now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, years ago, when an ice storm came, you know, the children would make the most of it, but they'd be outside Yeah. And I'm really glad you brought up today about the ice storm and the trees with the ice on them because I've been wanting for a long time to share a poem with you from Robert Frost. Oh, yeah, we we love his poetry. Yes, and this is one of his his most famous ones. Oh, come on, Mildred, you say that every time. (laughs) I do. Well, he's really famous Wonderful poet. Yes, he is. Okay, I want to hear this one, please. Okay. Okay, the the name of this poem is Birches. Oh, that, that birches, that's a tree, right? A birch tree? Yes, very good, Pinky. Yes, okay. Okay, so as we have mentioned before, Robert Frost was born in 1874, and he died in 1963. And this one that we're going to listen to, that I will recite, is called Birches. And it was first published in 1916. So that was over a hundred years ago. Okay. Okay, here it is. When I see birches bend to left and right across the lines of straighter, darker trees, I like to think some boy's been swinging them. But swinging doesn't bend them down to stay, as ice storms do. Often you must have seen them, loaded with ice, a sunny winter morning after a rain. They click upon themselves, as the breeze rises and turn many-colored, as the stir cracks and crazes their enamel. Soon the sun's warmth makes them shed crystal shells, shattering and avalanching on the snow crust such heaps of broken glass to sweep away. You'd think the inner dome of heaven had fallen. They're dragged to the withered bracken by the load, and they seem not to break, though once they are bowed, so low for long, they never right themselves. You may see their trunks arching in the woods, years afterwards, trailing their leaves on the ground, like girls on hands and knees that throw their hair "'before them over their heads to dry in the sun. "'But I was going to say when truth broke in "'with all her matter-of-fact about the ice storm, "'I should prefer to have some boy bend them "'as he went out and in to fetch the cows, "'some boy too far from town to learn baseball, "'whose only play was that what he had found himself, "'summer or winter, and could play alone.' One by one he subdued his father's trees by riding them down over and over again until he took the stiffness out of them and not one but hung limp, not one was left for him to conquer. He learned all there was to learn about not launching out too soon and so not carrying the tree away clear to the ground. He always kept his poise to the top branches, climbing carefully with the same pains you use to fill a cup up to the brim, and even above the brim. Then he flung outward, feet first, with a swish, kicking his way down through the air to the ground. So was I once myself a swinger of birches, and so I dream of going back to be... It's when I'm weary of considerations and life is too much like a pathless wood where your face burns and tickles with the cobwebs broken across it and one eye is weeping from a twig's having lashed across it open. I'd like to get away from earth awhile and then come back to it and begin over. May no fate willfully misunderstand me and half grant what I wish and snatch me away. Not to return. Earth's the right place for love. I don't know where it's likely to go better. I'd like to go by climbing a birch tree and climb black branches up a snow-white trunk toward heaven till the tree could bear no more, but dipped its top and set me down again. That would be good both going and coming back. One could do worse. Then be a swinger of birches. Yeah, Mildred, that's quite a poem, that Robert Frost guy. You know, it's it's like when you start, I'm not really sure to to think about it. No, I know. I know, it's pretty deep. Yeah, it's deep. I like it, though. It's some good stuff. Yes, well, there's a lot of talk about the the deeper meaning of the poem, a lot of people say it has to do with heaven. It has to do with trust. Was it really the wind and the rain and, and the frozen ice that made the trees fall over? Or was it indeed the little boy jumping on the tree and pulling it down? Yeah, you really don't know. that That's the beauty of the poem. Right. Very good. Well that's what art is, you know, it's not exactly what, what it what it looks like or what it sounds like, but it's it's what how you feel after you experience it. Wow, Pinky, I'm so impressed how you you actually have a grasp of what art is. Well, it's just obvious. I mean it's not about the words. It's about how you feel after you hear the words of of the poem, or how you feel after you look at a painting, you know, or uh, how you feel after you hear a big orchestra of music. It, that that's the art. The art. the The people and animals animals create art. No, oh, I know, of course. Yes, and. And it's how you feel after you experience the art. What? How does it move you? What does it do? That's right. Well, you just amaze me sometimes. You're you're so wise for such a young age. You, I mean, you say things that you know, they just blow my mind. Yeah, and I'm pretty good at that. I mean, you know, I don't, don't want to brag or anything, but you know, I'm pretty good. I'm in touch with nature and. I'm really honest, and and you know, I'm sweet, and so I can just you know be real, and then I can have those real feelings, and then then I can I can feel what the art expresses. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, well I look forward to the next Robert Frost poem. I know it's a little deep, but I dig it. I really I really dig it. No, I'm glad. Okay, I love you. I love you.